You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week it's Venom, Venom. so we're very excited yeah. about, uh, I don't know, comic book properties in general. Biggest opening ever. anything. Biggest opening, like, on a yeah. third Tuesday, something. Right. I don't know. No, but it made a lot of money. Really. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, kind of funny. We were talking about this. Uh, before going in, and and you had not heard about this, I'm sure a lot of people have though. That uh, apparently there were Lady Gaga fans, yeah, who were right. writing a bunch of I didn't hear about this, this fake was, Venom reviews cracked me on up. the internet, <clears throat> various places. Apparently, not. I mean, I don't I don't know where actually, but <laughs> but they were sent was to about. every corner. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, bagging on Venom because yeah. then people would go see <laughs> A Star Is Born. As if it's even remotely close to the same audience. Right. We're the only crossovers there. There are a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, there are a bunch of people going to the movies. That's hilarious. Just randomly. They don't know what's going to be there. Yeah. They have no idea what they're going to see. They're just like, <laughs> let's go to a movie. Yeah. And they pull up and they're like, oh, Venom or A Star is Born. I'm completely torn. I'm torn. Yeah. I have no, I'll check the internet <laughs> <laughs> and I'll see what the reviews are. <laughs> right. Because I could just go either way. That could be anything. Oh, right? wait, look. Lady Who? Gaga 221 says this right. is a piece of crap. We <laughs> yeah. should go to this one. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. Anyway. I um, love that idea, though. But uh, I do, too. I, I, I just <laughs> think it's great. I do. There's just so many things about it that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> everything, everything. It really is. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Venom. But it did make like $100 million, $90 million, thought, somewhere yeah, around there. Somewhere I mean, it, there. it definitely had a pretty strong weekend. Uh, but before we jump into the movie, I just wanted to run through like a little bit of a preview of movies that are coming. That's a good idea. Uh, for the next few weeks, because uh, <clears throat> as everyone knows, apart from the fact that you might get a scary movie, right? Right. October <clears throat> is October and a little bit into November is a kind of movie abandonment yeah. month. Right, like yeah. nothing huge is coming out. Venom uh, is the biggest thing in a way, it, yeah. And, and the Star <laughs> is Born, kind of. Uh, but Venom yeah. is like the biggest thing in a way for a little while, I guess. Depending on how you look at things, it's that <laughs> weird. It's that weird window where it's not a summer film and it's not an Oscar contender. So it right. goes in this, and that's why A Star Is Born is strange and, and, to me. But, they all should have. Not only that, there even are Oscar contenders. Right. Right. Involved. They drop them, yeah. Uh, because uh, First Man, it will That's be true, mentioning. Right. Yeah. Um, and yet, <laughs> there's a lot of right. that movie. And, you know, as I'm sure everyone knows, there is one of the world's most complicated algorithms around that determines when your movie comes out. Right, right. And uh, what studio you are and what other movies you have coming out and what you think you compete well against. Yeah. And... And First Man, I think, is a really interesting movie because it did really well. Mm -hmm. um, for some bizarre reason, Republicans uh, were pissed about the flag involved in the I, movie and all I, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I heard a little of this. Uh, which was very weird. Uh, but there are people talking about how it uh, could and or should <laughs> get nominated for various things. Best picture, yeah. best actor, things like that. But it is a weird movie yeah. that you don't want there to be a lot of competition, right? Uh, especially because it's a like. Let's face it, it's a slow, boring movie about going to space, yeah. right? <laughs> it's uh, it's like your dad's favorite movie or something, yeah. except that at this point, like I'm the dad, right? Right, right. Uh, but it is not anything. You know, there's not action. It's not The Martian. Right. It, you know, it's a different it's not Apollo 13. It's a different ball game. It's a <laughs> yeah. historical movie. So you don't want to be up against anything end of the year. Right. That is looking for Oscars yeah. because now you're in, just in the same boat and you're competing directly against 
things that people might think are more interesting, boring right. movies. Right, to right, <laughs> right. So, uh, so that comes out uh, actually next week. I'm not sure. Uh, I can't say for absolute sure right now if that is wide or if that is just like New York right. and L.A. and stuff. Right. But it does come out. It like officially comes out next week. Yeah. And uh, other things. So not only is this a time when there's not really the big giant thing every week, but it's also when just all kinds of stuff gets shoved out, right? Like all the little things come out at the same time, uh, I guess, because they're not expecting to make that much money anyway. Right. And it's not February anymore. Why not? So So if, if they're only competing against a whole bunch of other little things. Yeah. And not some giant thing that's going to take all the money. Then, then that works. I don't know. But uh, there is uh, next week. So next week there is bad times at the El Royale, which that's looks, a... it looks like it could be really good. You know yeah. what it reminded me of? First of all, it reminds me of just kind of Tarantino weirdness, yeah. right? Right. You right. know, it re- it reminds of. You know, you throw a bunch of people together. Sure. But what it made me think of was that Free Fire movie. <laughs> yeah, you know the the gun deal. Yeah, uh, gone wrong. Yep. Where the whole movie is basically real time. Yeah, and they're in like one room. Just, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that which, by the way, that was awesome movie. I still haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? Is I, that worth seeing? I loved yeah. it. All yeah, right, I, it I thought it was great. There are a couple of parts. <laughs> there are a couple of parts that I I didn't exactly love, but uh, I mean, I probably give it like a nine. Ah, that's pretty. Uh, that's it's pretty great. It is really fun. Yeah, and okay. everyone who's in it is really fun. And you know, the one guy that I thought going into it, uh, I I might, I was hesitant about. You know, I'm yeah. like, I don't know about him. Is uh, what's his name? Charlto Copley oh, yeah. right. or, who is in it. Yeah, and he's great. Is he great? And, uh, oh, yeah, cool. everybody in the movie is is really cool. And it's it's a weird kind of. It is just this gun deal gone wrong, mm-hmm. but then it's also kind of you know there there's a there's some backstory that's getting revealed. There's yeah, right. why everyone's here. I remember the trailer, and I remember watching the whole trailer and thinking, I don't think they leave that warehouse. No, nope, you know, they don't. And, and I guess they don't. <laughs> no, it's like they don't. just <laughs> we'll stay right here. They don't. And <clears throat> the only there are a couple of things, if I'm remembering correctly, because it's been a little while now. There are a couple of things where uh, somebody is like kind of thinking back to just before they got there. Yeah. And so there's but that's, kind of that. that's fine. But I mean but mostly no, but, it's but yeah, it is it that's is cool. just straight being it does in that remind warehouse. Me, it reminds me a bit of that. Yeah. Because it's got a weird, you know, it's got a we, weird we all just show up at the hotel. In. Yeah. We're all gonna be in this one space. Everyone's gonna have a which room is and... which is the same. You want to think, you know, um damn, what's the last uh, Tarantino with the cabin and they all End up hateful eight yeah, yeah yeah right so it's a lot like that right because yeah it, we've got this place and everyone shows up right and then right. hilarity ensues yeah but I, I don't know it looks like it could be fun yeah it looks like it could be awful yeah <laughs> it looks like it yeah. looks like it could be really bad but, but anyway that, but that's the kind of film that i'm happy to go find out right you know what right. i mean like if, if it's bad it's, it's gonna be bad right, right? at right. least it's uh <clears throat> and if it's good it'll be one of these things that's like man that was so much fun yeah i just wanted to have fun so yeah yeah all right uh so so that and first man uh are both Those next are back, week yeah right there's also like a, so there's goosebumps too so if you're into i that. just saw i don't know i don't know how good it will be i don't know how stupid it ultimately will be I just saw a trailer for it that was very quick. I mean, it was like a 20-second spot, right. and I cracked up. Yeah. like, I, And I'm not that audience. And, you know, the first one was not bad. I mean, yeah. the, the, I didn't see the first one because the I, first you know, one w- I don't with, have the kids uh, that I have to with take. With Jack so. Black, right? It, <laughs> right? it was not bad. It was a little corny, but it was... Right. Uh, but it was okay. It yeah. worked well for, for its audience, I thought, anyway. But uh, now Jack Black <laughs> is not back, and I have no idea what the story is yeah. anymore at this point. But... Anyway, that's coming out. So there is also next week, there's Beautiful Boy, which is uh, Steve Carell and, uh, you know, movie hot kid at the time, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Right. And uh, Maura Tierney. Tierney. Yeah. And it's about addiction and a family and over time, their problems and stuff, yeah. which I feel like uh, at this point, Steve Carell is like doing some like weird Job 
thing. Like I have to punish myself. There is penance to be tons paid. Tons of yeah. drama and stuff, and yeah. I can never do anything funny again. Or he's just bored of doing funny things right. and and making goofy faces or whatever, and wants <laughs> right. to do something else. So. I don't know, though. I mean, I'm all for people doing lots of different things. Right. But if you're funny, then... Be funny. Be funny. And go do funny while you can do it. And I... Or at least have some really great reason that you're not doing it. And don't not do it all the time. Right. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's like Jim Carrey. I'm torn on the idea because I like Jim Carrey, um, you know, a million times better when he's doing something serious. Yeah. But he doesn't do like, you know, I don't know, movies about the Black Plague or something. You know, like you could be right. serious. <coughs> Speak, speaking of uh, him, since he, I thought you were going to say, speaking out, right? of the plague, yeah, uh, his new show, Kidding. Have you seen yeah. that? No, that show it's supposed to be great. Awesome. Yeah, everybody, oh, everybody God, that I that trust is the has greatest seen show. Yeah, I think there's like four or five episodes at this point. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, fake Mr. Rogers yeah. kind of guy and has his Mr. Rogers show. But yeah. now his like life is kind of <laughs> falling apart. Right. Uh, he had a kid that he he who died. He uh, uh, like a year ago when the show starts, I think. Yeah. And he still like can't process it. Now he wants to do episodes of the show that like talk about death and help kids deal with it right. obviously like the producers of the show don't like yeah, that they're not whatever keen on that. yeah um so people are you know pulling him in different directions his wife has left him and stuff and basically like one thing after another like his life is just falling <laughs> apart right and what's interesting and weird about it is that it's like if mr rogers just were mr rogers all the time right and maybe he was. I don't know the real life story of yeah. Mr. Rogers, right? Right. But uh, but it's like if there were really no acting to Mr. Rogers. Just running the like camera. Like it was just yeah. that's who he is or whatever. And like I said, maybe that's how he was. But uh, so he can't deal with life falling apart, right? Right. <laughs> he's, right. he's like happy sunshine world guy and has no ability to deal with stuff. And now he has to and... What's but, that on? but it's hilarious. Is it is it Hulu or is it Netflix or I think is it Amazon? Like, I think or? it's like Showtime. Is it Showtime? I feel like it's Showtime. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, so now we got uh, totally off track there. <clears throat> Couple more things. Uh, next week, the kindergarten teacher with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, that one did really good at uh, Toronto. Yep. Um, people really like that, and it looks like an interesting movie. Yeah. Uh, she is a kindergarten teacher who kind of becomes obsessed with one of her students who she thinks is a child prodigy. Yeah. And, you know, hilarity ensues, whatever. Right. Uh, and then The Oath also, which is a tiny little movie that is getting a lot of attention and people are talking about it a lot because it's this movie about where uh, <clears throat> a president who seems fairly similar to a president that we have, right? Right. It, um, they basically pass this law that you have to take this oath of... Uh, oh, yeah. You, you have to take this oath uh. to the president or whatever, and like right. swear allegiance to the president or whatever it is. And the main focal point of the movie is there's a interracial couple dating. Yeah. And then where it all comes together with their families and like it's at Thanksgiving or right, something the, and yeah. then it just explodes and goes yeah. berserk and right. uh, supposedly it's hilarious. Um, okay, so moving on to the 19th, there's Halloween. Um, right. There's a movie called What They Had, which is Hillary Swank and Michael Shannon and uh, oh, yeah. other people. But yeah, it actually looks like a great movie, and I've seen a bit of it, like 20, 25 minutes of it. Yeah. And it's basically going back home again kind of movie. And uh, mom is very ill. Dad can't deal with uh, not having a life with her as she's ill, so he's not really dealing with her being ill. Right. Like, he's just kind of, I don't know, shutting down kind yeah. of thing. And uh, But the focus of the movie, apart from, you know, that and your general just going back home movie, is like uh, looking at, uh, oh, my God, my mom and dad had this awesome life and were, like, 
totally in love and did right. awesome things <laughs> and you don't think about your parents that way right. <laughs> i right. guess or whatever so anyway um that looks really good and then uh there's can you ever forgive me which is melissa mccarthy and richard e grant oh good and it is uh the true story basically um i forget I forget the woman's name, but her name is Lee something, and she—it's a true story, basically. It, it, she was an autobiographer. She was a biographer of famous people. Yeah. Uh, and in the like seventies and eighties, she wrote biographies of all kinds of famous people, hmm. like hugely <clears throat> famous people, right? Yeah. Not like D-list people or whatever, right. but uh, actors and actresses and just in general, all kinds of famous people. She wrote all these biographies, and as time goes on. Uh, the market is not fantastically interested in what she does anymore. Yeah. So she starts like making it up like, and right. Uh, I don't, maybe people have no idea or didn't hear about this because who cares, but it's right. a true story right. and she really did it and made up a bunch of stuff, but it's very much, uh, more of a dramatic role. It's not like a comedy. And yeah. I'm thinking if there's any hope for Melissa McCarthy, as much as we were just saying Steve Carell's uh, about problem. Steve right. Carell, right? She has like the opposite problem. She just gets the hell out of comedy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Maybe she has a chance Maybe. of doing something good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's coming out. And then on the 26th, uh, we got Suspiria, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Uh, and this is the perfect opportunity to go see the original, right? right? Uh, right. So you have something to compare it to. But that looks amazing. I, I haven't I've seen, seen I'm staying away. I just want to see it. I've seen a fair it. amount of that one Did you? already. And it's crazy good. Uh, oh, just good. lots of... Lots of uh, Clips put together in little, yeah, you know, little stuff snip, that I've yeah. got. Nothing like oh, a big cool, span though. of. That's good to hear because I just I just assumed it was going to be. But it looks creepy and mm, awesome good. and uh, and I actually really like the original. Yeah, uh, it's everyone should go see that if you haven't seen it. Uh, check that out. And then to balance that out that week, we've got Johnny English Strikes Again, <laughs> <laughs> which right. I'm not sure why we have that, but right. there you go. And. And then that like gets us through October, and the yeah. only other thing you've got to deal with at that point is there's all kinds of horror. Sure, there's uh, going to be littler things. Now and, you're dead and scare me again. <laughs> all these <yeah>. things. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a ton of scary things coming out, yeah. especially if you look at uh, the the originals on like streaming services. Like I think Netflix has a couple. I think, yep. I think Netflix has a big one that is I, I want to say from Japan. Uh, right. But it's an original, and it's about vampires, I think. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. um, Amazon and probably Hulu, they've all got their content th they're, kicked they're in. Competing, yeah. They're competing pretty heavily this year with the fact that you're not going to release any movies, then we'll right. release we'll some it. movies right. and yeah. get some out. And then uh, just a couple more things going kind of farther away. On November 2nd is Bohemian Rhapsody. Man, the trailers are flying for that now. Yeah, I, just Everyone's two nights ago, it was yeah. I saw like four in an hour, and yeah. I'm like, this is the only spot they bought from the eight to nine hour. Yep, it was weird. <laughs> and uh, and then on November 9th, you've got the Girl in the Spider's Web and the Grinch, and oh, yeah. uh, and I'm really interested in the Girl in the Spider's Me too. Web. I'm scared for it, right? Because uh, it could just go wrong. But it looks, I think it looks really, really good. I yeah, it looks. It, it to me it looks almost uh I get the same feeling I guess it's not how it looks it's how I feel about it uh at, when I watched the atomic blonde trailers like I thought when I watched the atomic blonde trailers that looked like it could really be awesome yeah but I was really nervous yeah right <laughs> and and that's I, just, I, I think we both thought it might be the best film of the summer like yeah. it, it looked so solid and so great. And uh, and this one, I, f I just feel it basically the same, right? Yeah. Uh, it looks like it could be awesome, yeah. but it it looks like it makes me really nervous. Like, it doesn't give me a trailer where I'm like, yep, right. done. D yeah. Uh, it it has, it could go wrong. It's got, <laughs> it's got stuff in there where I hate it when you have a movie and you're like, sure, in theory. Right. But how does it actually well, play out exactly? Even when we saw right? it, I told you, and you saw the film... For some reason, I skipped it last year. Uh, Michael Fassbender's *The Snowman*, and I saw that right, trailer, right. and I was like, "That." I mean, there's a little bit of stupidity in 
you know, melting snow masks. But right, I thought right, right. I like Michael, I like Fastbender, and I like this type of crime thriller film. Right. And you were like, "Don't watch that at all. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. not a thing in that that's worth good." And I was like, "God, that sucks." And for me, the same feeling of watching the snowman's the snowman's trailer, I get with this. Right. And I still, I'm not a huge. It just it seems good. It just looks like fun and the kind of film that I like seeing in the fall. But man, if that really sucks, it's gonna suck because yeah. that's gonna be a two hour and twenty minute film of right. just like crap, you know. But but I, you know the. The books are good, and so far the books yeah. have translated well. They've done pretty and well. It just yeah. depends on, I guess, who you give things to. Right. Anyway, uh, all right. So Venom. Uh, now that we've set you up for what to do in the future, Venom. I got to write down Venom. Uh, yeah, I'm I just going to jump in. Uh, I don't even uh, have any interest in bothering to try to explain Venom <laughs> or. I think I'm going to be walk to- walk you through like the. I don't know. Walk you through the setup. The right? accoutrement. Aliens come. Uh, I don't, I don't even know. Um, the guy from Apple is now, (laughs) I don't know. He's like a, he's like a weird amalgam of, you know, Elon Musk and, and, uh, Tim, what's his name? (coughs) Tim Cook. Yeah. Tim Cook. Right. And it's like, we've combined forces into a new, whatever, super entity business, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we're sending, uh, probes to space to try and find places to move to yep uh, you know whatever they come back with these aliens not altruistically he wants to profit from terraforming basically you know he wants to get yeah uh, i guess i feel like i i feel like the money is not his thing right it's not really the money i feel like he thinks he's beyond money Hmm. right he's just like i'm just gonna own everything and i mean sure money but at some point right at some point, the money doesn't make any difference, right? Right. <laughs> he's just, right. That too much he's money. Just, he's yeah. just gonna own everything. Right. That's and then uh, what am I gonna spend my power on? and because money? Because I and... already own everything. Right. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> what would I buy with the money anyway? Right. Uh, so he's a crazy space exploration guy, and he, right. so he's bringing back these alien, whatever Symbiotes. weird life forms, right? Yeah. One of them escapes. There's a crash. Whatever, and and it turns out that these things they call them symbiotes, yeah. symbiotes, yep. whatever, uh, and they kind of like just get ingested into your body in yeah. ways that uh, are not explained and don't make any sense. It just assumes you've seen Prometheus, <laughs> right? You know. It just gets sucked into your body, yeah, uh, basically by magic, magic, and then it like takes you over and and turns you into venom, right, or or, or kills or you, or similar, right, or whatever. Because uh, yeah, it has to be a perfect and there match. Is a, there is a thing where um, if you're not enough of a match or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, then it basically just eats your body and yeah. and you die. Right. And it shuts down all your systems because it's like eating your organs. Oh, yeah, or, right. It's going for your kidneys you know, whatever, and your brain. Right? Yeah. And you have to wonder, and this is uh, meaningless uh, drivel right now <laughs> that we don't need to talk about, but... It makes me wonder, anyway, if uh, all those the people who die at the beginning spoiler right uh, right if they just if they had gotten some food <laughs> because once we get venom in him right then it's like I better get I'm some hungry food. yeah and I'm like uh, is it really the match right. or is it that right. those people were locked in a room <laughs> and could get any food right anyway uh, so yeah and uh, it's Tom Hardy. And uh, hilarity ensues. Right. He obviously becomes Venom, the the Venom entity. The entities have names uh, for reasons that don't make any sense either, uh, or yeah. or are totally not explained. It, this, and, and it's yeah. weird. In uh, maybe in the real Venom, yeah, there's some reason that that makes I, sense. I can't remember. Uh, but it's odd it's, in the movie. It's, it feels odd yeah. in the movie that uh, this weird thing just suddenly goes, I'm Venom. Right. And I look like this. And yeah. We look like this. We self-identify. Though, and, even, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's uh, it's very confusing. Yeah. But it gives you all these crazy powers. And, he can, and uh, once you've got this thing in you, then you can like shoot out little arms and, yeah. you know, whatever. Right. I, I think pretty much anything. Anything. You could right? do anything. You, it looked it, like you could do anything. It's and then, weird. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the movie. Um, I give this one a three. 
Wow. Is that like, it. is that like three times as high as you thought it would it's, be? It is actually, it's exactly uh, three times higher than I thought it would be. Yeah. So I really didn't like a lot of this movie, right? Yeah. But uh, the reason that I felt like I had to give it some, <laughs> yeah. right, uh, is because I think, I think when we walked out of the movie, I think that's where I was. Like right when yeah, we walked right out, then. I was like, that feels like three, right? <clears throat> yeah. And I kind of tried to convince myself to be something different for a while. And it didn't, it just didn't, it stick. didn't pan out, right. right? And I think that what the movie has going for it <laughs> that yeah. gets it to be a three, yeah. which is like a weird thing to try and talk about, right? Uh, it has a lot of good things, and that's why it's a three. No, it's... Um, it, I don't feel like the movie was calling me stupid. Mm-hmm. It it just it did stuff that sucked, but right. it was trying to do stuff right. and it just sucked at it. Yeah. And some of the action was actually cool. And I liked Venom, like hmm. the talking ness. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was actually fun. Yeah. I thought uh if you just had if you took most of what's happening in this movie away. And made this movie like more like something like a man and his dog, right, right. or a boy and his dog, right, yeah. where we're just wandering the wasteland. But I happen to have this weird thing in me, right. and they're just like talking a lot. Yep, I, I would have loved this movie, right? Because that part of it I thought was interesting. And yeah, I really liked. So yeah, all right. One one of the strengths of the film is definitely that the the problem with the film is that there aren't many good things that they explore, and and it's strange. <clears throat> It's also, uh, you know, I don't know how important it is because I don't know exactly how correct it is, but Tom Hardy famously was irritated at the film as we see it because he said there's at least 40 minutes that they cut. Right. And and for me, the and, film and, definitely and, feels that and way. And I think, I think uh, specifically stuff that he thought was really good. Right. And I think cut. it's a lot of... Because if you when you watch the film, it is one of my bigger problems with it. I... I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I gave it a two and I came real close to just giving it a one. But like you, I didn't have, I didn't have fun with it, but I saw that there were things that they tried to do that kept it from being just abysmal. I mean, two is not a saving of anything, but it is for me incremental because two to one is absolutely a hundred times worse. Right. Not just a little. And for me, so much of what the, the movie has so many problems from all over the place and it almost could be fixed with just the director's cut. Well, you know, here's... The pacing is so bad. The the weird thing is, I don't know if it could be fixed with the director's cut. It might be fixed just because the director's cut means we'd get that 40 minutes back. Right, right. And I don't don't know if that 40 minutes is great. But I (laughs) felt like uh, this was a movie that it stood out to me anyway, that this movie was really ruined by the direction. Yeah. Like, I liked everything... I liked a lot, anyway, of what was happening in the movie, right? I liked yeah. the, I liked the script kind of, yeah. I thought some of it was overblown and, and stuff, but I thought on, take the scenes apart. Like it w- was clear to me that what the director was telling people to do mm-hmm. is what I hated. Yeah. <laughs> and I, right. I sort of had to see through it yeah. and go, this is like the base thing without a director. Right. And I don't hate that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and I, then the director comes in, and now I hate it. And now I hate. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of stuff. The first forty minutes are absolutely just chit chat, slow, not necessarily yeah, the, in depth character the development. For me, it's was all way too long for it's, not getting anything for not out getting of it. anywhere. Because yeah. then forty minutes in, you finally see Venom, and then nothing really happens for another like five or ten minutes, and then what happens? So so if. If the movie takes 40 minutes to start up, it takes seven minutes to end. And everything in the middle is almost the best stuff because that's mostly when we see Tom Hardy and Venom learning about themselves and really establishing, like, is Venom going to be the dominant person or is Venom the sidekick to Tom Hardy's, you know, actual body? They go through a bunch of interesting stuff there. But with the end so hurried and the conclusion so brief... After introducing what is, you know, Venom's, I guess, I guess antagonist, but it's just another symbiote. 
Um, and that all seemed to wrap up so quickly when I would have much rather had it front loaded like that, make the front so fast and, and so easily understood, like this is who Eddie Brock is, this is his relationship, this is how he kind of self-sabotages his life. But then when things are interesting, because the movie really does get interesting once Venom bonds to Eddie, make that the place where you mine for all the interesting stuff. And I don't know if that's a director's call, whether that was studio notes, whether right. whether whom whomever had the final cut there. But in the end, for me, the biggest, you know, the big things for me are the writing, the story, the acting, then the directing, that, that kind of stuff. And I feel like with the exception... Well, with the exception of Tom Hardy, who I thought actually tried very hard. It didn't look like he was acting very hard, but it yeah. looked like he was invested. It looked I, like he I was thought, truly giving I thought this. he was trying hard, but I thought a lot of it was not his best It It work. isn't because I feel like that's the and director like and the that's, screenplay. That's what he was told when to you, do. When yeah. you have someone who's a major um, talent, and they don't have to be a big name yet, but you can get a great performance, a nuanced level of things, you can tell a story in an interesting way, that works. But when you are a talent and you're working with C or D list directing and writing, you can only elevate so much. And I felt like after having seen so many films where big name actors are clearly in it for, I always think of you when you're like, well, we could go to Hawaii for a month and yeah. just bring the family. You know, it's one of those things. They didn't have any luxurious place. They were in like New York or right. wherever they were supposed to be. So there's not like a getaway here, but you see sometimes actors just walk through the scenes. I felt like Tom Hardy was really acting and trying to make this film better right. for it. So that gets some credit. But to be honest, I, I walked I walked out of the theater and I was absolutely at one or two. And I, and I wasn't terribly stunned. Venom isn't for me. I'm not a Venom guy, you know, but I would have liked to have seen another good superhero film or an anti-hero film, which is, I guess, more of what Venom is trying to be. Went home and it was some dumb ad on TV for, um, <clears throat> maybe it's like Monday Night Raw. It was some wrestling spot, right. some promo. And it hit me. I could watch, a, a, I haven't watched wrestling in forever. I could watch a wrestling match right now and get more narrative, character <laughs> development, and right. better action than I did in the whole movie. And that's not me trying to make up some insult for it. I truly believe that. Right. I was so bored. I was so disengaged. There was I was a, so there uninterested. There was a lot of it that was totally boring. The only action scene that I think I kind of liked, uh, I, I kind of liked when he realizes what Venom is in his apartment, it, most of that scene. And I kind of liked the motorcycle scene. Yeah. But everything else after that, Yeah, the motorcycle I scene hated. was actually really good. I kind of liked that. But you kind of have to take yourself out of you it. You do. But you're right. There is... Um, there's, there's no real development. There's just get to... Uh, either we're like getting to something where we're just going to sit there and talk for a while, mm -hmm. which is hard to understand. Yeah, why why we would be doing that? What, or right. uh, there's another action scene coming up, and when they do have the action scenes, like there's actually no payoff to most the, of the action. Right. right when you have at the end, you have like this big <laughs> fight scene uh, between Venom and another one of his kind, right. or whatever. Yeah. And there's no payoff to it at there all. Isn't. It's like they can just do anything. Yep. So that you're not, and plus you haven't really gotten the character that you're supposed to get. Right. right? At right. the at the end of the movie, one of the really big problems is that whatever was in those forty minutes, it got cut. Yeah. A lot of it must have been why Venom would change his mind. Right. Because when that happens, he like shows up and he's like. Yeah, I've changed my mind. And you're like, what? Right. He's like, I'm like, going to destroy the world and leave the planet. what? <laughs> oh, let's save the world. And you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he's be, like, yeah. you changed my mind. Or right. Whatever. And really? You're like, what? How? He, I did nothing. <laughs> I did nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. It, that whole part is so uh, yeah. obnoxiously weird. It's like a bad episode of TV where and, they don't have time. To really sell you on the motivation, right. they just have to have him go. Well, I changed my mind. And this is like, our new well, motivation. Well, it's a half-hour show, so fine. He just yeah. did. But this, you're like watching this forever, and you're like, wait, but he really didn't do right. anything. Right. Right. And I don't know that part's really. It's weird. those moments in the film. I, I get what you're saying overall, and I'm. I mean, I'm not trying to nitpick it, but that's when I think the film is calling you stupid. 
Like, and there there aren't kind many of, of those, yeah. but that just assumes you're like, okay, right? You know, you spun this little spinner, and now we're we're gonna be good. Oh, oh right. okay. I mean, it, it's a comic book movie, and it certainly follows the formula in in some ways. So much so that I was, you know, it, it happens a lot. You've pointed this out too. Like Iron Man has to fight Obadiah, who has a bigger iron suit. They're the same powers. Right. They're just little. T- okay, so now these are one alien against another, and okay, do it. But then they did it so quick, so uninterestingly. I didn't even really love the CGI all the time, which I think is in some way yeah. the most. There's this scene. Uh, there's this scene in the beginning of Venom, uh, not the film, but Venom's. Um, bonding with Eddie Brock where he goes to his neighbor and tells him to turn down the music. Yeah. And this is supposed to be a big funny scene. To me, that looked like a friggin' Snapchat filter. Like the the look that he gives him. And I'm like, I can do that with my phone right here in the theater. Like I almost pulled it out and showed you. Like, look at this. I I don't understand what happened to the movie. Like in so many ways, not that Tom Hardy is, you know, Tom Hardy's great. I, I really like Tom Hardy, but he's not like, proof positive that some project is going to be great. Most of the stuff he's in is good because of him. But it seems like they they had interest, superhero films or comic book movies rather, they're making a ton of money so they get investment. Like this just looked like someone walked onto the set, saw Michelle Williams talking a lot and went, we're cutting your budget. Right. You're, you're losing 50% because this is not what I thought. And now our investors are out, but you're... 45 days and a 60-day shoot. You got to wrap this up. Right. That's how this film felt to me. And then suddenly, suddenly other investors or other studio heads, they just didn't like what they saw and they recut it. And they've never seen a movie before in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, uh, there is something too, like, uh, I was about to say before we even started the show, there's something weird about Venom anyway. And I feel, oh, yeah. I right. feel like what's, <coughs> what's happening at this point, even though you've got like Marvel and they have their schedule lined up for like the next 10 years yeah, right. or whatever it is. But at at whatever point that this stuff started happening, right, that you got movies like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And that was clearly a big test, right? Yeah, Because right. the test was, can we make a movie where nobody knows who these people are? Yeah. Right? Right. Because even among comic book fans. <laughs> yeah. You got a very small yeah. There's a window real window of, yeah. of people who know the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Right. And they're like, "Can we? Can we take all of these? We've got hundreds and hundreds of characters, yeah. right? Can we just take them all and start making movies <laughs> right. and start making bazillions of dollars, right? Yeah. So they did Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was a hit. And yeah. everybody loved it. And now all of a sudden we're just throwing darts at like a giant I guarantee board of you're names, right. I right? guarantee that's how Doctor Strange got green. <laughs> There's light. like a whole wall filled yeah. with names and yeah. we just close our eyes and throw a dart and make right. something and it lands on Venom and you go, eh, yeah. all right. I mean, right. let's make it, but <laughs> they're not they're you know, they're basically going if it does pretty good, we got like a bunch of toys. We yeah, can right. we can now right. have like Spider Man fight him or who knows what yeah. and all this shit. <laughs> but it didn't feel like a movie where anyone involved in making it went. I'm the world's biggest Venom fan, right? And I and get out of my way. I want now, to make right. this movie and show right. you why I love Venom and yeah. all this stuff. And you're right; it's the same with Doctor Strange. It's like nobody really knows who he is too yeah. much and whatever. Yeah. But they're trying to branch out and go, one of these is going to, we're going to hit the lottery again. Yeah. And then we're going to have like three or four movies and we're, and we're yeah. going to, you know, whatever, make a jillion dollars. And basically it doesn't matter what they make anymore because whatever their budget is, they're going to at least make money. Yeah. And I don't know what the budget was for this right. uh, going in, but it did pretty well, right. especially for when they released it. They couldn't have been expecting it to make a lot more. Right. Right. So they're making money. And then uh, we get the little thing at the end with Venom 2 teaser. Yeah. And, right. and what's going to happen with that. But it is a it's a weird property, I think, uh, to go in really cold, just like Doctor Strange is like Doctor right. Strange. And I like Doctor Strange, not the movie. The movie was okay, the comic. Yeah. But right. I like the comic. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing with Gambit. Right. And it, yeah, you're, it, it's a thing that makes me happy that we keep pushing that back. Right. 
I'm like, good, push it back. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> you're you know? a big Gambit fan. I'm, right. I'm nervous about the film. I, I think I, it's going to I like, I suck I like they do Gambit it. in the comics. The character right. is cool, yeah. right? But the character is cool mostly for me, right? Because uh, in a lot of the comics, right, you just sit around and talk. Right. That actually happens a lot in the X-Men, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? You have a comic book. There's like... 40 pages and yeah. there's like, you know, 23 pages of just sitting around talking. <coughs> and, and that's when I like Gambit. I don't know. Right. I just, I like the character, but they keep pushing it back and pushing it back. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, right. the, like right. Dr. Strange, all these characters who are not the big ones, right. You know, you should stick them in like a, yeah. another movie for a little while. Right. So we get some introduction to who it is or whatever. But that's just not what they're doing now. Yeah. Now they're going Venom. We're just going to make a Venom movie. And, and no and, one knows who it is, and it doesn't matter because right. we got Tom Hardy. And right, and that's enough to... Go. Yeah, I, there are so many weird things that they could have done that would have been when... I mean, I again, I'm not the biggest Venom fan. I remember him appearing in the comics. I remember how his interesting relationship with Spider-Man was. I remember all the stuff because he was famous. They made other ones like carnage and all this that's the other thing that a little bit drove me nuts i don't mind the idea of venom's pop culture immediacy and self-awareness and self-referential stuff um but i kept waiting for one other symbiote so there's venom there's carnage there's riot i kept waiting for him to be like yeah we're just waiting for asshole to show up Uh, and that one's idiot you know that's nimrod you know all of these things when these alien symbiotes just show up and they're like I'm going to be, you know, it's like they landed from the planet of Star Wars stupid names like Darth Maul, General Grievous. You know, I'm like, okay, your name's Carnage. You're Venom. This is Riot. Where's Battletech and stupid gear? And, you know, it it just didn't land right. It was almost like it was almost like they secretly like released this on the Internet, which which strangely, again, after after my big WWE comparison, when I walked out, I actually forgot to tell you this at the theater just to see if you had felt the same way. I've I've seen a lot of superhero films. I might have seen almost every single superhero film. This felt like something out of the 80s yeah, more than really anything did. contemporarily. All it, the mistakes really, were like really very old. It really did. And you know what a lot of this movie reminded me of, even though it's got a way bigger budget. Yeah. Right? It's got a gigantic budget. It's got big name people, like really big stars. And it's got sets like. Yeah, right. <clears throat> you know, fantastic, right? Yeah. But it reminded me of the 80s TV yeah. movies of Spider-Man. Yep. Right. The <laughs> Nicholas Hammond ones. When it was yeah. when it was just, it was like, it was so donkey, right? Yeah. And it was like on with the Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> Yeah. Some crap like right. that, right? Right. And it was like the web would shoot and it would somehow <laughs> be some... I don't even know exactly how they did it, but like they fired a crossbow with a little right. rope on it right. and watched it yeah. you know, go yeah. by or whatever. Yeah. But it was like completely goofy, yeah. right? And he would walk up the wall and it was like kind of like Batman. Yeah, right. Going to the everything side, to the side. Walk it up. Yeah. But it was, it was strangely reminiscent of that. And you don't want that. In no, your, that's not something. <laughs> your movie, even, right? even to the point, even the Dolph, I mean, it's funny. We were just talking about Dolph Lundgren before we went on the show, but Dolph Lundgren's Punisher, David Hasselhoff's yep. Nick Fury. Yep. Like there was a slew in the mid to late 80s uh, to the early 90s. There were these really bad attempts, which didn't have any serious backing, no investment for long-term stuff. They just thought, yeah, we'll we'll sell a couple toys and a happy meal. And you meal. know, I'll tell you the weird thing about this is, uh, since you mentioned the, Punish- <clears throat> the Punisher, you know, like Dolph Lundgren made the Punisher and it was freaking awful, mm-hmm. right? It was like, it, it set back making comic book it things did. It did. Uh, for a while. And then Thomas Jane made the Punisher right. and it was awesome. Yeah. Right. If this, no one saw if it. this movie would have been like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, you'd have had something. Like I said, this yeah. movie should have been more in line with like Logan and not trying to yeah. be the Avengers. And I don't know if the PG 13, I get why they wanted to make it PG 13. I still think with the budget, like everything you just said, the budget, all the opportunities that they had, they can do amazing CGI now. I know it's not cheap, but you can still do it. And they didn't. (laughs) And they could have really gone visceral. You see Venom always threatening to bite things and sometimes does bite things with the amazing alligator row of 
crazy teeth. Right. But we don't ever see him bite no, anything. This needed to be R. It needed to be R. And yeah. you needed to let you needed to let the thirteen to or seventeen else year old just, sneak why in. Why do it? Right. Well, why do I mean, it? Right. That's what I was working for. Especially, especially if you're going to have this. If this is the script you're going to have, this yeah. is the story you're going to tell, and this is what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, if you want to like niceify Venom, sure, or something, sure. and then make it so that it makes sense that that version of Venom yeah. is in a PG thirteen movie, then okay. fine, right? But you've got R rated Venom you running do. around, yeah, and then you and then you just take everything out of it, right? I yeah, mean, he doesn't even he doesn't really ever do anything scary, no, like unless you're just scared by the picture of him, right? Which I guess. Then he doesn't really get a chance to even do anything right. that's too weird or no, not at all. Something, nothing. I don't, I don't yeah. know. It doesn't. Um, so before we, before I completely forget about this, okay. Um, I did want to say uh, the guy who directed it is uh, Ruben Fleischer, right? Who has basically directed a lot of TV, okay. right? He's directed a lot of TV shows, but he directed Zombieland. Yeah. And gang- I loved Zombieland and Gangster Squad. Oh yeah, which right. was okay. It was. I didn't it love was okay. Gangster Squad, no, it was okay. but it it was okay. You liked Zombieland though, and uh, and Zombieland Two is coming out. Right. I did like Zombieland, and so he's directed like just so that I feel like he's a real person, right? He's directed some episodes of Superstore. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet, which is an awesome show. Yeah, uh, it looks I great. I still haven't started show. that yet. Yeah, um, and he's you know he's hit like a lot of different mm. uh, TV shows in yeah. the past, right? He's he's done actually really a lot, and he's he did a long time ago now, but he did some funnier die stuff like must be when they started. Must be when I they mean, yeah, it right. was like really early. Um, but those are, <coughs> those are the only. Those are the only big movies he's he's done. Yeah. And, you know, I do like Zombieland, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but I feel like this had too much Zombieland in it. Yeah. You know? It I can't mean, be it the was, same film. Right. Exactly, It, it was directed in a, in a way that, you know, made me, it, like, I didn't really think this watching it, but I was like, I, this is the guy who directed Zombieland. Like, right. I could watch this movie and go, yeah. That was, yeah, I see it. You know, and yeah. that's. And that's not what you need to happen in this movie. There was too much of this movie trying to be um, like when it was trying to be funny. I was good with it. I yeah. liked a lot of the stuff that was funny. I liked Venom's, uh, like I said, when they're just like talking to each other. Yeah, I liked a lot of that stuff. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, and when it was funny, it was actually kind of funny. But there was too much of it. There was trying to be like schmaltzy yeah yeah <laughs> that, it, it was that it was like trying to like play everything down and the whole thing with his uh you know he loses his girlfriend yeah um for reasons that i don't really understand except i guess they're from the actual story or I something guess, but we need to split them up so and let's then, do this yeah and then he like goes back to her and then he's you know super down on his luck guy mm-hmm. and it was the whole uh, building of his character was so weird and then like i said uh you get some of his character but what you get is kind of boring and yeah you know We've seen it a thousand yeah. times. He's just the same guy again. And then all of a sudden, you made me change my mind. Right. Like, right. <laughs> and it's just so yeah. weird that we don't actually have any character development. We don't have him really do anything mm-hmm. that is in the time when Venom is with him. Right. He doesn't really do anything right. that would <laughs> that would convince the strange alien yeah. creature right. who really seems like uh, from what we know right could not actually be convinced of anything right like very we don't get anything about these alien creatures that they could be convinced <laughs> right right they're they know just, what they want they want they're wreckage just parasite yeah. organisms right that you know you're surprised that they think at all right <laughs> Right. Beyond like uh, beyond like a dog. If like some race of dogs came. Right. They have their instincts. They haven't been trained. Right. Or yeah, whatever. Right. right. So they right. just do what dogs do. I mean, wolves. Maybe, right. Or right. Whatever. Right. right. No, I know what you mean. I mean, they just they just go do what they do. Yeah. And he did nothing and convinced him of something. I know a few people that got really upset at the film, um, but not enough to really badmouth it because Spider-Man isn't in it. You know, Venom right. Venom is only around because of Spider Man. And 
the weird thing is uh, I had to tell a friend of mine because he's like, well, they probably couldn't afford it. I'm like, well, Sony made the movie. Sony has Spider-Man. <laughs> right. You know, this is this would have been instead of and to save anybody, not to just jump to the end, but the credits are like 13 or 15 minutes long. Right. The only thing you want to see if you want to see anything, if you can stay in the theater, is about two minutes in. And then they wait. I guess the end credit um, is really just a trailer for the animated Spider-Man show that's out now. And you can oh, you can right, watch right, that right. online. So don't wait around for that right. or you'll be livid. But But it would have been so easy to end the movie with, you know, Eddie and Venom walking around and then just in the corner of the screen, you see Spider-Man swinging away. Right. You know, and then Venom's like, what's that? Looks tasty. You and know, see, something easy to to tie the worlds uh, together instead of just this weird, I guess I, it escaped me, but now that Fleischer did Zombieland, it makes sense how Woody Harrelson came into the film. Probably he just called him and was like, maybe, hey man, sure. just help me out with this for a second. You know, maybe, who knows? But... So many, like, that's just such an easy thing to do that Sony, who owns the rights, could not pass that up. I don't know why they didn't do it. Right. It, you don't need anything more than just a quick snippet to make the things seem shared in the universe. And then you're kind of in the Marvel way of doing things anyway, of the cinematic shared universe. Yeah, but. I don't know. I don't know. There's probably uh, lots of behind-the-door yeah. you know, suit sure. things going on because uh, maybe Sony wants to sell Spider-Man. I don't know. Maybe. That would complicate things. It might. Who knows what? I Lower mean, his value. He was in Venom. Well, there could be any, he's any number less. of reasons, yeah, right? right. Uh, ultimately, <laughs> so we're uh, getting close on time here. Ultimately, yeah. I, I still liked it. As much as we bashed on <sighs> it, this is, this is a weird one. Usually... Uh, we should have been saying good things the whole time. Cause right, because we bat because that's low what we ratings, do. Right, right. I can't wait to tell everybody uh, <laughs> we rated it low and trashed it. Yeah, like we, that's a that's a show. We rate things low and then we <laughs> talk them up. Yeah, we do. But so the thing, as I was saying at the beginning, uh, there is a lot that I liked about it though, and there is a lot of the time where I was bored. It, yeah, it's. One of the main problems with the movie too is uh, the pacing is so off that normally in a movie like this, if I'm bored a lot of the time and yeah. I'm not bored a lot of the time, yeah, right, right, I could say, okay, for the first twenty minutes I was really bored. For the next twenty minutes I wasn't bored. It right. was interesting. Yeah. Then it slowed down for like a half hour and I was pretty bored. And this movie doesn't do that. It's no. like. You're bored for like five minutes, yeah. and, then, and then something interesting happens for like ten minutes, right? And then you, and then all of a sudden you're like bored again, and it's it's really a jarring experience, kind of, to watch a movie that does that and doesn't know how to pace, right? And that feels like we cut those forty minutes, and we cut them in a really weird way, yeah. Like like there, we cut a lot of scenes out of the middle of everywhere and, yeah you know there's some part where uh there was kind of like an actiony thing or we're learning more about his character we're doing something and there's like two or three scenes that are uh five minutes six minutes long each and we just like sucked one out of the middle right for <laughs> for no reason because right. they were like well this is a scene where uh, we don't mention any of it later right so we can cut it right. and yeah and it's just, it's really um, and I don't it's not like an editing problem no. even though I'm saying it's an editing it, problem no it is it's like a just decision of what to yeah. pull out problem right. it's not right. like the editing is actually bad because you know the editing's actually pretty good it I is thought. I did too uh, I don't know I never had a which problem is with weird that. yeah right? it's a weird but, one to focus on it it isn't the same problem that I had with Ang Lee's the Hulk or Ang Lee's Hulk. Um, where you don't see the Hulk for 50 minutes, but there's a ton of character development. It, it's right. slow because you want to see Hulk smash the hell out of everything, but it's, it, and in the end, the payoff isn't enough, but there was something happening there. The smartest thing this film did was so subtle in the first time you see Eddie Brock interviewing the Tim Cook, you know, guy. Right. And his assistant is kind of kicking around, and you realize later when she, you know, she starts telling the office secrets. She has an in with him, and that's why, like, this whole thing revolves. I was like, that's nuanced and thoughtful in a way that nothing I have seen so far, and probably, right. and and was right at the end, never saw again. And, Just more of that. Just and, something and, you know, thoughtful. That's also a weird thing in this movie, too, because that's Jenny Slate. Yeah, yeah. And she is, like, over the last few years, like two or three years or something, she is 
almost trying to become like the next Greta Gerwig. Yeah. I don't know if she feels like that's a compliment. Or is that wrong, you putting that on her or is that her? Uh, she's saying no, this is what I'd like. that's just I'm putting that on okay. her. But she's got these indie, these small indie movies yeah. that are getting tons of attention. Oh, that's that good. People really like her. And she's in yeah. two or three of them at least. Uh, and, and she's really good in them, right? Mm-hmm. And so she showed up in this movie... And at the beginning, I was like, oh, okay. And then by the time we got, you know, halfway through the movie, I was like, ah, because I want her to get big roles. Right. And be in bigger things and be around more, even though she's in great stuff. Right. Small. But she's not in huge paying stuff. Yeah. And I like her and she's really good and I want her to be in other stuff. And then now I go, oh, but it's Uh this. Now it's this. Right. (laughs) But now it's Venom. But she is actually... Good. She in is the good movie. in this. She, she is, is good in this. She's as good as you could she is expect anyone to be in that role. Next to Tom Hardy, uh, above Michelle Williams, she's the next best thing in this oh, film. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, she's yeah. solid when she's in the film. Yeah. And she is, uh, she is like fun and clever in her delivery of stuff. Yeah. Even when what she's doing is Absolutely. totally not interesting, right? right? It, she yeah. goes and finds him yeah. and she's like following him and then they talk afterwards. And as much as that scene and he like blows her off and he's like, get away from me. I'm not doing right. any of this or whatever. As much as that scene is fairly boring. Yeah. It still made me think, how bad would that be if it wasn't her and it right. wasn't, it him? wasn't him? If yeah. it, if it was other <laughs> people worked. doing yeah. that scene, that's God, talented. It would be awful. Talented actors, right? man, they got their money's worth of that convenience store setting. They did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, three or four <laughs> small did. vignettes in that place. It and... was, uh, and I'll tell you, <laughs> that is like such a comic book thing. It is right. Yep. That whole complete narrative like separated into itself yeah. right where yeah. he, this is the grocery store that he always goes to because mm. i guess it's right around the corner yeah. from his apartment and he knows the lady uh, who owns it yeah and she's being harassed and then we yeah. don't go back for like a really long time <laughs> but now he's venom you know right that is like so like first year that's of 100 Spider-Man comic book comics, yeah right i mean it's that's totally just good. that's just so comic book and somehow uh it was kind of interesting even mm-hmm. though it was so dude it was so weirdly like you've seen it a thousand times uh, as soon as it starts yeah the very first time you see the bad guy come in right yeah and right go, give me the money <laughs> yeah you're just like oh i know the end <laughs> of the end. i kept I, not that it would be the equalizer too but i kept waiting for this cashier's daughter or dad to right. be in trouble and guess who's going to step right. in you know i just i was waiting for it and the fact that i didn't get it was actually kind of pleasing because i was positive i was going to get this right right but anyway but then at the end he comes uh, in and you're like yeah whatever this but is the whole so, yeah it, it is it's I, so almost sad it is in how old <laughs> it is and how jaded it is. It, yeah, yeah. Look, I, the only way I'll ever see this movie again, <clears throat> and I don't even mean when it's on Fox or, you know, TNT, will I even let the channel rest on it, is if there's a director's cut that somebody says, yeah, it's got like 30, 35, maybe 50 minutes of extra footage. Right. Then I will watch it because I'm curious to see if there's a film here. Because right. even through giving it a two and railing on it and bagging on it and finding so little that's actually rewarding for it. I have to admit, I can see the movie that's there. Right. I just can't watch the movie because they it's haven't there released it. Somewhere, but it's but there, don't and I don't know. It I don't know if even if they jump, you know, they dump fifty minutes of new stuff. That doesn't mean that's going to fix everything. It might actually slow it down on the other end. Right. But I'd like to see what I'm missing. Right. Because I really do think that there is something there. And but and, I'm never going to watch this again unless the, that the happens. The big difference uh, before <laughs> before we take off, I think it's a cool point to make that there's like you could have 40 more minutes of this movie in a director's cut. And when that comes out, like I might watch it right, and go, yep, you should watch it again. Right. And you'd be like, okay, (coughs) as opposed to people who said there's 50 more minutes of Batman versus Superman. And I said, (laughs) Nope, have fun with it. That was just going to (laughs) say, you let me know how that is. And then you keep that to yourself. Cause I'm not getting into that again. There's no way. Yeah. That's a a great comparison. There's, there's no minutes. There's no 50 minutes. You could add to that movie, but this movie, if you added the right 40 minutes, I might be interested. If there was, if maybe it'll be like a six or seven, if there was like a witchcraft spell where I got 50 minutes of my life back, then maybe I'd consider, 
consider it. But yeah. Anyway, no, I can't. I'm not telling anyone to go see this. And I know a lot of comic book people. I'm just going to yeah. tell them what I think is you're going to be disappointed right. and angry and irritated and <laughs> bored. <laughs> All so. right. Next week, uh, our our hope, which probably will not manifest itself, is uh, to cover both Bad Times at the El Royale yeah. and First Man, yeah, uh, if we right. can make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll see you next week. That's going to be really an interesting That'll be a weird uh, show. show yeah. of coverage. That'd be I good. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>